Welcome to episode number 29 of The World and Everything You Need to Know. My name is Eric. There are two ways to contact the program. They are TWAEYNTK at gmail.com and TWAEYNTK on Twitter. A man named Herodotus lived from about 484 BCE until 425 BCE. He was born into a century of unending warfare that was the bloodiest, the most brutal, and the most widespread that had occurred up to that point in time. The Persian Wars lasted from around 499 BCE until 448 BCE. The Persian Empire was effectively everything east of Italy, including a large portion of northern Africa all the way to the modern border of India. The war was a result of King Darius, the leader of the Persian Empire, and later his son Xerxes' desire to expand and envelop the entirety of Greek civilization. The Greeks were vastly outnumbered and were more a group of loosely associated cities than they were a kingdom or empire. The bloodshed and loss of life was on a scale that had never been seen before. All major established civilizations, excluding China, were involved in these battles. Through cunning and acute aptitude, the Greeks and their allies were eventually able to force the Persian armies to withdraw and accept defeat. Not long after that, the Greek communities that had allied themselves fell into an equally brutal civil conflict known as the Peloponnesian War that did not end until around 404 BCE. Herodotus was born and lived in Halicarnassus, which was an established Greek city located well within the Persian territory. He and his fellow citizens were surrounded by the enemy, but not by their choice and likely not by their definition. Despite the remarkable influence Herodotus had upon how history is recorded and interpreted, very little is known about the man. There are a few varying accounts of his life and who he was that were written hundreds of years after his death. None of them appear to be true. They quite clearly were created as either orchestrated praise or calculated disparagement in order to bolster or denigrate the credibility of his work. What is definitely known about the man is found within the words he wrote. There is no doubt he was frustrated and angry with the bloody tides of war that had been in perpetuity for so long nobody could recall the reasons for which they were fighting. In his quest for answers, he interviewed as many knowledgeable individuals as he could find. Living in a Greek city within the Persian Empire gave him the opportunity to interview both Greeks and Persians. In total, he compiled hundreds of years of lineage for both the Greeks and the Persians. He also included civilizations and cities that were not directly allied with one side or the other. He logically organized all the rulers of Greece and the lineage of Persian kings along with their decisive victories and defeats. 
He included anthropological, sociological, political, psychological, and cultural information. All of those materials were collected together into a very comprehensive narrative of the parallel warring empires. These writings ended up being a rather lengthy treatise known as Herodotus's Histories. As a side note, Histories is a translation of a word that meant inquiry, and the current meaning of the word history is a direct result of his work. He was not the first to record dates of important events and battles. However, prior to his work, notable events were viewed as independent and unrelated. In his quest for answers, Herodotus was acutely aware of cultural and political bias. He did not feel it was appropriate for him to decide whether the Greeks or the Persians had a more accurate recollection. In an attempt to make sure it was more impartial, he included multiple accounts of different events that were told to him by a variety of people. He left it up to the readers, as intelligent individuals, to interpret the truth they can find within the entirety of the information. He also includes a couple of allegories to help the reader understand and relate to the varying accounts in a productive and meaningful way. The writings make a lot more sense if they are read as an indictment against the people in power who were responsible for engineering the death and destruction of countless Greeks and Persians. In the opening line of his book, Herodotus states that he is documenting events so the brave deeds of men are not forgotten. He is not praising bloodshed or war. He is instead recognizing the feats to which individuals can rise in order to overcome the worst of conditions. More importantly, he is searching for the reasons why and how the unending warfare had begun. He cataloged the contributing factors in order to warn future generations of the hubris and corruption that had devoured and destroyed an incalculable number of people. His writings show a clear trajectory of decisions and actions that led to the untenable predicament within which the population was embroiled. Through an unprecedented amount of research, he explained the political, anthropological, genealogical, and psychological influences that were the cause of the battles that were being fought. As evident as it may appear today, his examples showed that every outcome, for good or for bad, is determined by the active choices made by individuals. His contemporary detractors liked to refer to him as the father of lies. That was largely due to them being upset that their own personal agendas were not propagandized in an effective or flattering manner. Those were political arguments that had very little to do with accurate accountability. In his writing, Herodotus never claims any of the details to be 100% accurate. In fact, he never tires of reminding the reader that he is only recording different renditions he has been told. Additionally, modern archaeological evidence has proved a majority of the events he writes about are fairly accurate representations of historic events. 
Herodotus was not praising the Greeks or the Persians. He did not revel in the glory of battles or relish the spoils of war. He detested them. His inquiry was driven by the desire to find the reasons why the senseless slaughter was happening so it would not be repeated in the future. Ultimately, it does not matter how many details Herodotus did or did not include with exacting precision. In fact, the academics who argue about the minutiae appear to be missing the entire meaning and intent with which it was written.